the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's begin our time together this morning with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we love you, we praise you, we worship you. And Lord, we are so glad to be chosen by you. We're thankful. We are rejoicing this day because of you and what you've done for us. So, Lord, we can rejoice always because we are rejoicing in you. We thank you and pray for a great anointing on this radio broadcast that your will would be done and it would bring you great glory. We praise you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, well, it's good that you are listening again this week. And as you know, I I try and uh, give you what the Lord gives me to speak about on the radio. And so these teachings are really tailored for you. I would just have to mention as we begin that this is a program that is supported by listeners, and I have another week or two to raise $500 per month pledge or $6,000 for the year. If I meet my goal, I'll be on the air. (laughs) If I don't, I won't. (laughs) And that will take place in the next few weeks. So uh, I... I thank you all for encouraging me over the years, and I look forward that there'll be many more years to come, but I certainly trust in the Lord and know that um, if he wants me to be on the air, he'll touch your heart, and you will decide to donate. If you'd like to do that, you can go to our website, heartofmessiah.org, click on the Donate button, or you can call Karen in our office. Uh, Monday through Friday, 813-831-5673. Well, I do thank you for 
your support, but let's get right into the program. Last week, we were talking about overcoming disappointment, and we maybe you were disappointed because we didn't finish. (laughs) So um, this week, we're going to get to the solution. And those of you who know me, you already know where I'm going with this solution, because to me, uh, there are very few solutions in life on how to change our behavior. In fact, I've only had one that I've really worked through that has worked for me. And so I'm going to bring it to you once again. Um, Look, we depend on God for everything, and we realize that he is working through us. And as often we see, God has his own economy. You know what I mean? And uh, he has his own ways. And and sometimes he just asks us to the mo- do the most impossible things. Well, I believe that overcoming disappointment should not be one of the most impossible things. But some of the impossible things he says to us, he wants us to be confident, yet he wants us to be meek. He wants us to uh, not lift ourselves up and be puffed up, but he doesn't want us to put ourselves down either. He wants us to uh, be strong. So uh, how do we do these things? Well, I do believe there is an answer, and that is to really seek the heart of Messiah. And how do we respond to deep disappointments? Well, uh, we discussed a little of it last week, Um, But let's continue on this journey and focus on our actions, not somebody else's actions, and the fact that God wants us to be renewed and transformed. So uh, let's review a little bit because uh, see what generally we said last week and then go to our solution. The first thing is that love never fails. And love is that purposeful decision to show continuous, unending, and unconditional affection, caring, empathy, whatever you want to say. And so it's continuous, unending, and unconditional, and that's God's love, and that's why it never fails. Number two, sacrifice is a beautiful expression of love at its best. Many people think of sacrifice as a negative word. I see it as a positive. It's the greatest expression of love. If you become a sacrifice, you'll never be a victim. Sacrifice is a characteristic of maturity. And so we decide each day, number three, to go to God and ask him to help us do it his way. And number four, We pose a question to God and we say, so what is your actual will in every situation? In other words, before we speak, before we answer, we want God to speak to us so that we won't speak out of our emotionally woundedness or hurt. And so let's go and talk about the solution. I think that I'm making the problem clear. And I've said we have to go to the heart of Messiah. So how do we accomplish this? We need God's word so deeply in us that it becomes our own. 
It's who we become. Take a look at Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Then Yeshua was saying to everyone, If anyone wants to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross every day, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Now, I've got to tell you that (laughs) a word that I like to use in this case is the word that most people dislike, and the word is called brainwash. We have been brainwashed by society. We have been brainwashed by newspapers and magazines. We've been brainwashed even by our parents and other people around us. And today, we need to say, that stops. We want God to brainwash us. We want God to wash our brain so that we can have godly responses rather than fleshly responses. And so Luke 9.23 is a great scripture to get deep within your spirit. Because if you have this in your spirit, you will, in fact, be able to really do anything. Again, it says, if anyone wants to follow Yeshua, wants to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross every day and follow me. So what I'm asking you to do is pray that into your spirit. Say, dear Lord, I pray this morning that, first of all, I do want to follow Yeshua. I want to be a disciple of his. So I am willing to deny myself. I am willing to take up my cross today and follow you, Lord. Because I know, Father, you have said, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But, Lord, you have said, if I am willing to lose my life for your sake, it will be saved. So, Lord, as your scripture speaks, do this to me. Now, the point of praying this scripture to God is for that those words to go deeper into your spirit than either reading it or meditating on it will do. Another great scripture to get deep within your spirit, very similar to this one, is Galatians 2.19. Lord, I have been crucified with you, Messiah. And it is no longer I who live, but you, Messiah, you live in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live trusting in the Son of God, Ben Elohim, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Boy, that's a strong scripture, a strong prayer. Pray God's word back to him for power and victory in your life. So this is how to overcome the problem of being angry and upset and frustrated and betrayed. And there are many other scriptures 
that you can use to refute the way your feelings are. Uh, Those scriptures basically are, when you pray those scriptures, I believe they force out what Hasatan, the devil, is trying to do to you. So I believe that scripture is the key to overcoming disappointments. Knowing scripture, meditating on it, believing that scripture will push out the impurities of your thoughts and emotions, and that scripture will give you balance so that you will not be taken over by those emotions, and that you understand that this is war, and you are warring against the principalities of the world when you pray scripture. You know, in Ephesians 6.17, it says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So picture in your mind, maybe close your eyes if that will help. The sword of the Spirit. Wouldn't you all want to have the sword of the Holy Spirit? That sounds like an incredible weapon, both for defense and offense. And that is... It says in this scripture, it's the word of God. (laughs) So the word of God is your offense and your defensive sword. It is your weapon. And we see that in Ephesians 6, 17. In Ephesians 5, uh, 18, it says, Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your heart to the Lord. Making, singing and making music in your heart to the Lord, that's praying to the Lord His Word. Always giving thanks to everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. So there are two keys that we want to talk about today and that we are talking about. One is praying Scripture and the other is rejoicing and being thankful. The, these, this is the prescription to overcome disappointment. Now, 1 Timothy 1.3 says, or actually verse one, uh, 5 says, The goal of our instruction, or this command, is love from a pure heart and a clear conscience and a genuine faith. Some have missed the mark. They've turned away to fruitless discussion. Look, wanting to be teachers of the law, even though they don't even understand what they keep saying or what they dogmatically assert. So, look, we have to have a pure heart, clear conscience, genuine faith, and understand that if you want to be successful in something, if you want success, then you are going to have to do what successful people do. That, I know that sounds crazy, but it's, it's the absolute truth that we have to do what successful people do. People who are not successful just won't, they're not willing to do these things. And so there are two things I'm asking you to do today. One is pray scripture, and the other is to rejoice. You can read in any of these self-help books, there are certain people who are willing to do things and others who are not. 
And that affects their finances. That affects their education. It's the same thing in the spiritual world. If you are not willing to go for this, you know, you're just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And we need to rejoice always. And of course, what's, what does rejoicing mean? It means to celebrate. It means to cheer, be glad, to delight in. And so how do we do this? We do this again, rejoicing. We get rejoicing by praying and meditating on God's word. In Psalm 1611, it says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. That means you have to go into the very presence of God. And he will give you the fullness of joy. Can you imagine God giving you the fullness of joy? Are you willing to go into his, into his presence, abide in him to get... Well, the way to do this, you know, there, there, you always say, well, how do I do that? One of the ways is there is power in his word. It's his scripture. Meditate on it. Pray. Don't let the distractions bother you. Start with your desire. Say to God, show me the path of life. Show me, Lord. And then he will say to you, because you'll read it in, your, in God's presence, come into my presence and I'll give you fullness of joy. So the scripture that I love for that is Philippians 4. Because it says in verse 4, to rejoice in the Lord always. Now, it doesn't say rejoice always, though it could, because there are other scriptures that say that. But this one says rejoice in the Lord. And there again, we have to get into his presence. Rejoice in the Lord always. And if God didn't think we could do it, he wouldn't have told us to do this. So I would... Give it into a, make it into a prayer. Dear Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, cause me today to rejoice in you, Lord. To rejoice always. May you be on my mind at all times. Again, I will say rejoice. And then it says, let your gentleness be made known to all people. The Lord is near. Well, gentleness, that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And that comes from having a rejoicing spirit. So gentleness comes from focusing on the love of God, focusing on the sacrifice, focusing on his word. And then it says in verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And for me, the key to this is with thanksgiving. So whatever we're praying, let us be thankful because the Lord will answer prayer. He might not do it exactly the way we want it. And so we're going to have a little fit because that's how we are. We want things to be fair. I said that last week. But I'm telling you, that we have to override that in our mind and be thankful. And if we don't know how to be thankful, 
Let's find some thankful scriptures and read them and pray them in order to be thankful. And then it says, let your requests be made known to God. And then God gives us a promise and the shalom of God, the peace of God, which nobody's going to understand. It's, it says surpasses all understanding. You know, people are going to say, well, how can you be so at peace? And how can you have so much joy when this tragedy happened, when all this bad stuff happened? It's because I prayed with thankfulness that I decided to rejoice in the Lord all times. And he's guarding my heart and my mind in Messiah Yeshua. This is how we overcome these issues. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any virtue and if there's anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Now, he didn't say if it's think about what's true and what's honorable or what's just. He said if there's any virtue that you can think of in these areas, then that's what you should think of. In other words, don't say, well, it's unfair because I was treated unjust. That's not what the Scripture is talking about. When you've been treated just, think of that. When you've been pure, think of that. When things are lovely, think of that. Whatever is commendable, think of that. If there's any virtue, if there's anything worthy of praise, dwell. What does dwell mean? Dwell means to live somewhere. So you need to live there, live in these things. First Thessalonians 5.16 says it this way, Rejoice always. Pray constantly, and verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. Why is it God's will for you to do these things? Rejoice always, pray constantly, and in everything give thanks. Why is it his will? Because he wants to give you abundant life. So he's giving you a prescription on how to overcome the garbage and the disappointments and the, all the things that have been difficult by doing this, by practicing, by exercising this. First Chronicles 29, 10 through 13 says, So David blessed the Lord in the sight of all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, O Lord God of Israel, our Father and forever and ever. Yours is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth, yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise you, your glorious name. Wow. Do that. That'll get you your, your engine flowing. Uh, can't believe it. We're out of time again. How does this happen every week? I pray that you come back each week and allow me to challenge you. I'm asking that you hear from the heart of Messiah, and I pray you heard today. I pray that you want us to stay as the Heart of Messiah radio program on, on air, and we can do this but we need your help, a generous gift. If you can give a gift either to help us get to the $6,000 mark for the year or a pledge 
or whatever you can do, we're trying to reach that goal. If I meet this goal, I'll be on the air for another year. If I don't, I'll probably be off in the next few weeks. So, as I've said before, it's kind of up to you how God touches you. It's all good. I trust the Lord. It's fine. You can go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. Click on the donate button, or you can call Karen in our office, 813-831-5673. May the power of God's Word and His Spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.